Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2, episode 130, sorry, 145 of this podcast. And welcome to joining us to a Monday episode wherein we usually take a little bit of a break from the Come Follow Me studies uh, for each week uh, and we study something else. We identify maybe a general conference talk or something in the church news or uh, something uh, just a general gospel topic which um, we've been wanting to study. And uh, today, actually, there's a few things I want to do. First of all, I want to share the news uh, that has come from the church headquarters regarding returning to church safely uh, around COVID-19. Just for a bit of context for those that are listening to this out of sync, it is currently the uh, 25th of May 2020. And there has been some news from the church regarding how to safely return back to church. There's also an article by, uh, uh, well, it's actually in the church news, but um it's focusing on Elder Dale G. Renland, uh, and it's a, a, a fascinating uh, article about uh, re- easing the COVID-19 restrictions. And then, and then I finish with a, a future idea. Um, so, yeah, COVID-19 obviously has been certainly, um, it's locked down the UK for just over two months now. Uh, it's obviously been going on for longer than that, but and it will go on for much longer, I am certain, in some senses, wh- whether it means in the world there'll be more cases than there is in the UK, or whether cases will go back up in the UK. Um, you know, it's certainly not, it's certainly far from over. But we have been through a two-month period in the UK, at least, where things have been locked down pretty much completely. Uh, and, you know, there will still be restriction, restrictions from this point forward. The church, however, has, has published uh, guidance about how to safely reopen church, which is obviously positive news for many people, especially those who um, you know live at home and do not have access to the sacraments, uh, or in the or indeed to any other um, members of the church, where they where they may be feeling very isolated at this time. And I, and I, my heart and prayers go out to those individuals because I'm sure certain it's not an easy time. I I've looked forward to Sunday myself. Uh, but I do have a family at home and, you know, we have the blessing of having having the authority of the priesthood in our, in our home. Uh, and so I'm certain that there'll be things that have been felt lacking in those in those people's lives. Um, but this news will be good news for these people, um, as long as obviously it's done safely. And this is what is a key, uh, you know, for, uh, part of this article is how to do it safely. It suggests that there are two phases that areas will be told to open up. And it is very clear in stating that this is not a church-wide opening. Whilst the closing of the the suspending of church meetings was a global one, and they said no church meetings anywhere in the world, they have now said that it will be done by an area basis, that each you know country basically will be directed by their, their area, area 70 and area authorities. Um, depending on the government guidance and um, the, the revelation that they receive for their specific areas, because of course, each area is being affected very differently by this um, by this illness. So, it suggests that in phase one, there should be no meetings larger than ninety nine people for sacrament meeting. Um, and so different areas will have to consider how to do this in different ways. I imagine that the UK will have a period of this um, when churches do reopen. Uh, in the UK, um, it's it, it suggested that July the 4th might be a day for churches to reopen. Uh, but obviously it depends on the scientific evidence and the numbers at that time. Um, 
And then in phase two for, that the church has put out, it then says more than 100. And for other church meetings, I mean, in phase one, it, it suggests that we stick to Zoom for, for the, or online platforms, I should say, for the time being. Uh, so, you know, that's, a, that's an important point as well. And um, there's a lots of guidance around, you know, what to do with that. Uh, but obviously you can read the, uh, the actual um, letter that was sent to all members of the church for that. Uh, items such as sit, uh, members sitting two, like two rows apart so that passes of the sacrament can go in alternate rows and handle the tray themselves and no one handle the tray, uh, no one else handle the tray and so on. So all, all practical things like that can be found in that letter. But obviously it is good news in the sense that there is hope moving forward, that there is a plan moving forward and that maybe we are not so far away as we thought to meet, to meet together again, those places that... Uh, are still shut. I mean, I know that uh, in the Europe area, there are some countries that are now open and are probably going to be meeting today, uh, potentially for the first time since it all began. So uh, it's wonderful news for them. Um, now, this article uh, I was pointed to by my wife, it's by uh, Sarah Jane Weaver in the Church News, uh, but it's apparently a part of it, eight, part eight in a series of um, of, of articles from the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles during the COVID-19 outbreak. I've completely missed the rest of them, so I'm looking forward to going back through them. But Elder Renlund's is specifically interesting because he talks about the easing of the restrictions on COVID-19. Uh, and he says a number of things about personal revelation. Um, he says, quote, God knows that all of us need personal revelation for our, personal, for our own circumstances. Close quote. And he goes through this article and talks about how this obviously uh, this illness is something that we should be careful with, but there hasn't been any fear uh, from the side of the Quorum of the Twelve and the First Presidency that the work has not been stopped. They've continued on, but obviously in different ways. And we saw that, for example, with the General Conference and the announcing of new temples. You know, aside from the fact that we've not been going to church, things have seemed to be going at a normal rate, um, you know, in administering the church, which is um, very good. It's wonderful, in fact. Um, Alder Renlund said, quote, There is not a hint of fear. Instead, we are asking, how can we do things better? How can we improve? How can we bless our people? There is no fear. Close quote. Uh, Alder Renlund himself is obviously a medical professional, and so he speaks about the illness and how, you know, it is, some, it is something which uh, has no regard for individuals. Um, but, you know, as a church, we... Uh, we have been guided. We have been able to be guided. Uh, he says, quote, if we get casual about personal acts of private devotion or daily repentance, if we get casual about our scripture study, if we get casual about not wanting to ask God questions, I think we lose our ability to hear, close quote. And so he talks about the need that we have to continually seek that personal revelation so that we can then receive that direction and guidance for what to do in our own lives. This personal revelation is supported uh, by scriptures and living prophets, he says, but we are need, but we still need to receive that that guidance, um, so that we can then know what to do in our own personal lives. Elder Renlund said, uh, "Quote: Faith increases as we act in faith." Close quote. And so we need to do this uh, in in order to be able to make it through this difficult time, and consider and pray and study about these things, uh, and it's our responsibility to do so. Uh, the article says, quote, restrictions amid COVID-19 have made it clear that, quote, then quoting Elder Edmund, each of us are responsible for our own spirituality, 
quote, close quote, in the article, said Elder Renland, each of us are responsible for our own salvation, for our own faith. And then the article um, quotes a very interesting uh, uh, thing that Elder Renland said regarding a, a young missionary that asked him about applying the atonement without the weekly taking of the sacrament. He then says, quote, that missionary was actually limiting the, the infinite atonement of our saviour and its ability to reach anywhere in the world, close quote. Uh, and so, you know, we are blessed when we keep our covenants, when we seek to renew our covenants each week. Then I'm sure our Heavenly Father, for those people that haven't been able to partake of the sacrament, will not be limiting the impact of the atonement in their lives. Um, as they, you know, reflect on the Sabbath day to renew their their promises, but not necessarily physically partake of the sacrament, then he will see their efforts. Uh, finally, uh, he talks about self-reliance uh, this time. He says, quote, I am hoping we have all learned that home-centered church can be spiritually rich. I am hoping we have all learned about being self-reliant and taking responsibility for our own faith and our own spiritual pro progress. And I am hoping we have learned that messages from the Holy Ghost are quiet, plain and simple, and that this contrasts widely to the worldly messages that are loud, confusing and brash, close quote. Now, certainly around COVID-19, there have some, definitely been some very confusing and contradicting, contradicting and loud uh, updates about this illness. And so, you know, I thought that it was interesting to read um, Elder Enlund's words about personal revelation because they are see it so key um, at this time. So I want to finish with uh, putting forward an idea. Now, on next Sunday is the 31st of May, uh, or the Sunday coming up, I should, I should say. And that is actually, for those of you that have been with this podcast for a long time, but many of you won't know that the 31st of May is the year anniversary of this podcast, it is the day that I decided to sit down, record something and keep it in a podcast form. And since that time, you know, I mean, for many months, for, I've, I've had a look at the listens uh, on CastBox and Spotify. I've tried looking on uh, Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio and Stitcher, but it's very difficult to see um, the, the, the number of listens on those particular platforms. But Spotify and um, CastBox make it very easy to look at each month and the, num the number of total number of listens on CastBox and, and Spotify alone. Um, you know, for the first month or two, there, there wasn't any listeners. Then a few started to trickle in. I'll be honest, since January started and then you come on and come follow me, um, you know, um, began, there was a big jump in listeners then. Since the start of the podcast last year, we have had over 10,000 listens across CastBox and Spotify alone, um, which is incredible. It, it's really not what I expected uh, at all um, for this. You know, as I as I say at the start of the podcast, making the podcast, you know, if it's simply just me recording my own voice for, for my own future listening and, and recording of my thoughts, then that's that's what I want. But the, the fact that it's gone out and that people have found this important to them is a joy to me. So I thought that I, as we come up to this year mark, I try do and do something a little different uh, and to make this more engaging for 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 individual listeners. I'm wondering if there is anyone that would love to, um, you know, come online, uh, whether it's via Zoom or something like that, uh, and be part of this. Um, you know, maybe once a week have someone who who wants who listens to the podcast join me for um, a study session, which is really what this podcast is all about: us meeting together and studying the scriptures and sharing our thoughts and ideas. I just thought it might be a, an interesting, uh, you know way to to diversify what we do perhaps on the monday where we study something else or whether it's during the week whatever works for anyone basically i'm just putting it out there that i'm thinking about trying this and so 
I don't know how it'll work. I don't know, you know, if we'll study it beforehand and then have a 10 minute episode where we discuss what we've learned together. Um, and in the process, learn a, learn a little more about the listeners that listen to this podcast. You know, it's a very new, a very raw idea in my mind, but uh, I just thought it might be interesting, particularly as we reach the, come, as as we are reaching and coming toward the year mark of this podcast. So, yeah, if you're interested, you can email session at gmail dot com. I'll also post the idea in the uh, Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session, with Come Follow Me. So, if anyone's interested, you can comment or even just direct message me there on Facebook, uh, and you know. It, let's see if anyone's interested if there's no one interested then obviously i won't bother doing it but if you know a number are interested then then we'll look into how we can make that work i hope you've enjoyed today uh, and i and i'm going to post the article in the show notes so i encourage you to have a read of it it was very good uh, and yeah until we meet again